I can't even think of a goddamn song from this freaking flick. You know what? Crickets for me over Crickets for me. Crickets for me too. It's a combination of it's been two weeks since we watched this. Yeah. Um, So it's very (laughs) distant memory, but it's also a blocked out memory. It's repressed. It's repressed. It's in my rear view. I never wanted to have to think about this movie again. (laughs) I don't even have any housekeeping because um, my housekeeping, I just wrote housekeeping. I wrote shingles underneath. Uh, So we'll put a pin in that. The only note that I have is who told you to do this movie? Who told you to do this movie? Okay, so no one of your friends got in your head about it, and no, they need to. I really? actually just like I just did a little search Ugh. of like oh nineties kids movies, whatever, and then was just reviewing like oh yeah, these were staples for me: Harriet the Spy, My Girl, da da da. And I just did a little roundup of like ones that I knew I had watched as a kid and was into. Okay, well... I hadn't obviously seen this movie in, like, 25 years. Had uh, I had any inkling of what I was in for, I can assure you I wouldn't have picked this. And I do actually love that we're really starting this out on an angry, somber Honestly, tone. Honestly, this movie... I don't even care. It ...might have it. been even... Okay, so obviously to this day, I think Christmas with the Cranks has been <laughs> one of our most reviled... Okay, that was- Movies. absolutely bleak recording that I actually have this, shivers down my spine this movie yeah makes me long <laughs> for the <laughs> for the salad days of 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 a christmas, christmas with the cranks with a crank why is it called salad days we've done this before and i don't know and i hate it S- salad days because salad days i used to think it was like a word like a sabbat days and it's just like i just don't know what that word is but it is salad i always thought salad days meant like the bad they're the bad days because that was when you were strict and only eating salads but it actually is a shakespearean idiom referring to a period of carefree innocence idealism and pleasure associated with youth. oh my god salad could not be further from carefree salad sarah (laughs) salad is the most regimented (laughs) most grueling thing I can think of. I've never been more full of care than when I'm eating a salad. <laughs> the amount of I've never been more restrained gumption. Than when I'm yeah. Eating Restrictive. A salad. Absolutely not carefree. I do love we're starting out on this somber tone. We're not singing. We're not joyful because I do feel this is a case of and and also and this is probably going to be tough for a lot of you because yeah we did put this movie to a vote and yeah you did actually vote for this movie over my girl my girl which honestly which honestly where the hell are her glasses because she can't see without them okay and- so like, <laughs> i love that movie mm-hmm. my girl is honestly one of my favorite movies of all time i wanted to name my child i don't want veda okay so a couple things um before we get into talking about the movie and literally talking about anything we're 30 going on 13 we're the podcast we're back this week y'all freaking hell oh you know what uh and i would walk 500 miles um that me that me why am i singing that because i'm talking about the journey i guess that's been from two weeks ago to get here (laughs) with uh with with me myself maddie foley and my beautiful co-host wearing her freaking cool as hell t-shirt and and i'm saying take me to church because this is this is church to me this is my church now this is my church with you 
that's my church and you know what and you know what actually um and even though i hated going to church <laughs> i don't mean it as it's an in it's a boring terrible experience <laughs> this is my church in that i do f- i will faint at it <laughs> i dread it uh it's boring i, dread- <laughs> I hate it I, i'm scared of the people there <laughs> and i will faint if i stand for too long uh, here's the thing about me i had shingles last week if you guys are wondering why does she sound weird why does she sound sad why does she sound like things have changed like something something foundational has shifted well, it's called she's I a, Had Shingles. She's a husk of the woman she once was. Yeah, I'm a shell. I'm the shell of the woman I once was. Um, I'm still on the mend, and I've got shingles. And I have a, I did have a couple written shingles jokes, um, but uh, like a cartoon character, I did spill my drink all over them. And so uh, <laughs> we won't be telling those. A lot of, um, a lot of mixing with the word single. Um, uh, maybe a holiday, sort of a shingle all the way, sort of. Uh, some of those jokes, but uh, pretend I told them. Uh, pretend they shingles? were funny. Uh, uh, more like I'd rather some Pringles. I love that. I Was love Pringles that. involved? Um, no, but maybe that's because I already have Pringle material about I love Pringles <laughs> on an airplane. Only on an airplane, but uh. I love them. Um, so I'm so happy to be back. I missed all of my little, oh, I missed my children. I missed you. I missed frankly standing up and not getting sick uh i also miss uh, currently i miss not having nerve pain but that's not for this podcast because this podcast isn't about medical ailments this podcast is about fun which uh brings us this week we're having none (laughs) which actually now that i'm coming back to harriet the spy i'm really having a hard time segueing that so this week we decided to watch harriet the harriet death spy I'm bleak about it. I'm really feeling sick. We did have a theory, a running theory on this podcast that if you didn't form a very thick connection as a child with a uh, film like this, I think, like a Matilda even, right? Like, but Matilda's a good movie, so I don't know what I'm saying. But if you didn't form a relationship with something before the ages of so, like 14, learning 15, a language, like learning yes. a language. The critical period. Yes, yes, yes. yes. Uh, Noam Chomsky's critical period also pertains to films you watched as a child. And so I'm having a little bit of that this week because I I have seen Harriet the Spy. I have to discredit you because I watched this a bunch as a kid and it didn't help me in any way, shape or form. I had zero fondness towards it. Oh, I love that. Intentional coldness toward a flick. (laughs) (laughs) Well, that does make me feel better. I I didn't. I actually read the book when I was quite young. The 1960s uh, book with the old cover, uh, Harriet the Spy. Uh, Don't remember a lick from the book okay so joel has read the book okay interesting oh actually the movie i'll be honest joel strikes me as a, a kid that would have read harriet this <laughs> for sure we read everything actually joel strikes me as a little harriet himself uh he was more of a hardy boy oh okay cute what did um, you say um well he was like oh isn't harriet like a huge bee I was like, Joel, what? What are you talking about? No, she's like a little detective. Like, in my memory of the movie, I thought I was going into a movie where she's basically like solving the case of the missing eraser so did like, i she's thought it was a Nancy little detective Jared. she's got a little eye spyglass she's you yeah. know 
And it I did too. was so far from that. <sighs> if that's what you're expecting, don't watch this shit because it ain't that. It's it ain't that even so close. not that. Like the title is dumb. Not, makes yeah. zero sense. Well, the ti- and and that actually is one of the first sort of grievances I have with the flick is is it is called Harriet the Spy, um, so I'm getting prepped with my um, my spy goggles, my spy kids merch, my um, my laser detective. Pointer. I'm thinking of the little the yes. little Olsons when they have a magnifying glass. Yes, they've got a magnifying glass. They've got over. They've got overcoats. Totally. No, what the hell are those called? Trench coats. Trench coats. And they're standing on top of each other's shoulders. And and now I'm coming to this movie and I'm going. This is a bummer. This is really sad. This is really. So you got Harriet emotional. the Peeping Tom. Harriet the Harriet the voyeur. Harriet the person with the diary. Harriet with the burn the stalker. Book. Harriet the <sighs> original mean girl with a burn yes. book. Yes. I don't care. You're not bro. What is You're what not a you, spy. What is this teaching me? You're not you're a not spy. spy. You're not a spy. You're not a spy. Uh every time I was bullying someone on MSN, was I being a spy? No. <laughs> I didn't call <laughs> no. my <laughs> like, okay, spy to me denotes detective. Detective mystery. Mystery putting things together there's, using there's a problem spy, and you need to solve it they're using spy in the realm of like stalker totally peeping tom sexual pervert yes, like, like it's not ugh. i'm like okay harriet's on this man's roof looking down in and Hurts watching breaking his into someone's house and what and watching their sad lives and not putting not using deduction to try to put two and two together to help no, no, them in no. just any observing way. just observing literally just writing every down. every single day the same people just peeping actually it's more harriet <sighs> the peep harriet the perv harriet the peeping tom the peeping so, perv so that's my first grievance with this flick my second grievance i i did have shingles when i was watching it so the mem the uh. the association is terrible this didn't put me in a better mood i was checking the time every 10 minutes this movie i would never prescribe <laughs> as a, as a doc as a doctor they were as well, any sort of salve it will yank you into a terrible headspace and honestly sick, probably sick. feel physical illness well did it cause my shingles and now i'm wondering because i i went to the er for this diagnosis and the er doctor goes you got to take it easy for a month you got to take antiviral meds and stay the hell away from Harriet the Spy. <laughs> and I went, oh my God, I just watched it. I just watched it. <laughs> and he goes, we're seeing this it's a lot too late lately. For you. <laughs> With post-COVID, we're seeing this a lot lately. <laughs> <laughs> so um, we'll give some look back. What we do on this podcast is we basically talk shit about all of the stuff we watched when we were kids and teenagers and try to talk about how they've affected us today but mostly we just kind of on anything that really just rubs us the wrongy we rip on it um so whatever you've made it or things that rub us the the righty the righty sometimes you get rubbed and it feels good (laughs) uh okay ew you know what that makes me think of and that this is a seamless segue into tv corner yeah yeah did you watch what Oh, God. Honestly. 
Oh, I'm, I'm hesitant to even bring it up. I'm kind of sick, and I'm also itchy. On, and on I, think it's the, <laughs> oh, I see you. I see you scratching, I'm scratching like my a monkey. Boob, but I know. Um, okay, so on the on the topic of rub the righty, ugh, oh, did okay. you watch that documentary on Netflix? Orgasm Inc. Oh no, Olivia! What were you okay. doing watching that? You little, you little <laughs> okay, bird? no. So you're so, so you're so I obviously okay. So I obviously oh, it's so funny. Ran into shout out Alex. Okay, um, massive shout and out. And one of the most hysterical things he said to me was, <laughs> "I had no idea you were such a square. You're so square." And that was really interesting to kind of be seen that way. Oh, so is that why you went and then you were like, I got to get into this orgasm stuff. No, the sex so, stuff. no, 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 no. Okay, I know okay. myself and I, I'm, I'm true to myself. And um, I scrolled past that so many times and kept just being like, oh, God, 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 why, why is that there? And then my girlfriend, shout out to Grace, said, you got to watch it. No, it's not what you think it is. It's about a Crime. scammer oh, and amazing. like, a, you know, we've got a business that's shady. Holy shit. Guys, run, don't walk. This thing is, this is so from sick and deranged wow. and crazy. Like, we're talking about public. Yeah. Masturbating. Okay, so Okay, public dance. demonstrations. Oh, my God. Public demonstrations. Like, woman yeah. on a table, <gasps> legs spread open, man doing public demonstration in like front in of a square? hundreds of people public? public in front of an audience ah! hundreds of followers of this this company, it's a cult this, right is it it's a, a cult? cult it's a cult is it that basically. thing is it that thing where there's a woman lying on a table and there's five yes. men around her yes okay why did i see that on tiktok and people were like talking and it's like and it's something about they're talking they're saying like see she's like powerless right now like and something she needs to regain her power like i don't know there's like a lot of cult talk or is that something else no it is it does go into okay. cult territory people were a part of this thing they're paying to be a part oh of my this god thing. you know what Honestly, there's so many cults these days i'm saying i'm saying go back to religion just go back <laughs> to the old the old classics <laughs> let's go back to the meat and potatoes oh my god just go um, back to, to jc for but, for crying out loud <laughs> Anyway, so um, it made me think of it because there was like a, basically um, a certification you could get Ew, as a, a master one? stroker. Okay. stroker. That is horrific. And That's the, and the horrific. clinical term that yeah. they use master in the documentary. Bait. Why didn't they say master baiter? <laughs> No, okay. One of their one of their terminologies that's regular lingo that yeah. they use. Yeah, yeah, yeah. See, Teddy's getting so pissed because he's pissed about she this. Hate sex too. Um, <laughs> pussy stroking, guys. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry, guys. You know I don't want to be doing this, but I have to be telling you about this horrific thing that I watched. Oh, ah! Hold on, I have to let Teddy out of the room. That's okay. And I'll just talk for two seconds alone about why is it called a pussy? What a nasty word. She, Olivia's literally gone. I'm. It's, it is really just me sitting here. And the other thing I'm thinking of is 
much like Harriet the Spy, I guess this documentary has a similar problem where the name is kind of, it's th- it's leading you to think one thing and then you're going in and watching it and you're going, yeah. this ain't what I wanted. There is a movie with Kristen Stewart when she is a child and she, she reclined, what is that goddamn word when you're doing a rock climb and then you come down? Recline? Repel. Repel. She's repelling on the side of a building as a little spied kid. And Kristen Stewart? Kristen Stewart as like a 10-year-old kid. Hmm. And whatever that that movie is, that's what I thought Harriet the Spy was in my mind. And then I remembered and I went, oh, I read the Harriet the Spy book. But I really, when I was a kid, I didn't like read. I would just like fly through stuff and not really like let it land. So I think that was the case with this. But I never made the connection that the Michelle Trachenberg, Harriet the Spy film was the same as this book that I read. This movie may have been the, may as well have been the prequel to Mean Girls. Well, oh, 1000%. This is Regina George. That's where she switches schools, dyes her hair blonde. Now Michelle Trachenberg is played by Regina, by Sarah. What's her Rachel, name? Rachel McAdams. I'm if I don't if I don't have a stroke tonight, then actually we're counting our lucky stars. Um, okay, so I, I don't I oh I can't think of this dumb. Ah, I want to give this movie a, a noogie. I catch that kid. That catch that kid. That is the movie I, I thought this was. Movie. You know what? It doesn't matter because it's not Harriet the Spy. And what is Harriet the Spy? Let's just dive right in because I have no housekeeping. My housekeeping is shingles and then a note that says, who, oh. tell, who tell you to watch this movie? I have one Come fast on. food corner. Okay, bring it in. Bring it in. I am freshly home from a little trip to the mall. I went very mall about it. Okay, so I started with a freshly squeezed juice. Of course you A did. mango magic. Of a little course. freshly squeezed juice to sip on Ooh. while we were perusing the shops. Those are my favorite. So I needed to get that to kind of kick it off. F- legitimate fresh squeezed juice with the with the plastic cover. Yes, and you with the plastic. Yes, okay. yes, 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 yes. Of course. Okay, 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 okay. So I always like to start with some sort of fruit-based stab the the mm-hmm. the straw through type drink while i'm Love. shopping around then um i will get a starbucks at some point have to pick me this up. time i got it for the end to take home okay and then cold um or hot so i got one cold to have right now and one hot to leave overnight to make into an iced oh coffee God. in the morning so so just to clarify you can't drink hot coffee it's not that I can't. I do enjoy want. a hot latte. I had one this morning. I okay. am back on my bullshit. Hardcore with Starbucks lately. And I'm really pissed at myself. I'm blowing through my retirement fund buying you, you Starbucks lately. You know what, though? You're always going to be spending your money on something. And at this point, how many years do we have left on this planet? I don't know. Well, so- and look how many stars... Look how many stores Starbucks had to close over COVID. I got you, to they're be small business. My they're basically a small my business. Mom, my mom and shop businesses my like mom's, Starbucks. My mom's shop and pop. No, <laughs> so, it's, it's a small business. I think you're actually doing a really good thing supporting them. Actually, let's give a shout out on our social media to the small Starbucks company. <laughs> um, uh, so, okay. What, what did you oh, well, get? And then this was the main event. Yeah. 
we did a instead of going to a restaurant which we would normally do we're like fuck it let's just go to the food court yes okay can i guess and new york fries net did i get it what? yeah maddie yes how the fuck did you know that? Because I literally was I'm about the, to say we have the same brain. you would never know in a million years. No, we have the same brain. New York? Because that is not something I would ever get since I was a teenager. I'd never get. New York fries only exist at the mall. And if you're being a dirty <laughs> yes. scrub and yes. going to a food court, the thing catching my eye first, New York fries. A New York fries. 1,000%. It's not even that good. I've never. It's terrible. I've historically never thought it's it was actually that good. so bad. And yet and I'm yet, in food court and mm-hmm. now my brain is saying, yeah, of course I'm getting New York fries. Of course I'm getting a vegetarian gravy. Just yes, plain ass fries with yes, vegetarian gravy and a fountain diet Coke. Oh, that's perfect. Is that not the most mall meal you've ever heard in your life? I love. The only thing that would have done it more is Annie's pretzel, which oh, I am. They don't have that. Uh, no, I know. Do they yeah, have any pretzels at the Eaton Center currently? That's I can't fucked. think of any pretzel-based I actually don't think that's legal to have a mall without a pretzel no, that's, place. Yeah, that's demented. I, I think Dufferin Mall has one. Every mall has one. Yeah. No, they don't. I, I kind of went, um, when I was in Alberta last month, I kind of went, Alberta, the entire province? When I was in Calgary <laughs> last month, I kind of went nuts at um at a little establishment called Jugo Juice. And oh, oh, Jugo Juice. I I was getting the classical. I love ever. a jugo juice. Why? Okay, I I was flying back the one time and I felt really like tired and shitty and I went, maybe I'll just get some a ju- maybe I'll get a jugo. Hugo. So I went and I got a classical. A jugo juice. And I ended up in the span of October. I had six jugo juices. <laughs> I had it every time I was at the airport and then I had it I found the closest one to my hotel because <laughs> I needed I needed and I never got anything except the classical I don't know why I was nuts for is Jugo is it Italian? is it Italian? it says classico and so I'm thinking maybe it's like a play oh, on like a Roman theme I have no fucking clue but well I don't know what the origin of the word Jugo is but <laughs> I don't oh know. I wonder if it's what if it's like the Italian word for juice. Okay, juice juice. I'm so, <laughs> so I'm feeling so translated to juice juice. It is very funny how confident on this podcast that I very well, much will like just pizza, slander. Pizza. Okay, it's, like pizza, it's pizza pizza. It's juice juice. Well, anyone who's not from Canada who doesn't who hasn't been bred knowing milk and pizza pizza <laughs> you like you just know it as well as you know that working with Catherine Heigl is her hell and she's apparently a bitch um that must sound so weird to tell someone else okay. like, oh it's called it's called pizza pizza yeah the just the word twice okay jugo juice was created in in Calgary oh so oh, so you were actually in the in the heartland, <laughs> heartland of, <laughs> yeah, of I actually Jugo. went on a Jugo Juice pilgrimage. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why it has an Italian flair to it. They call it the Classico because it combines the classic flavor. It's like 
why classico maximo i don't know listen i'm so reeling from the fact that you knew i went to new york broad that's really 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 crazy no it's what i would do it's truly i almost went for a sparrow okay i do love that too that's very new york of you that's very um michael scott's favorite pizza in new york (laughs) that's so cute um did i just say that's cute somebody shoot me okay i just just had a thought what if it's jug o juice i was thinking about that i am looking it up right now <laughs> jug of juice jug of juice well jugo is a spanish word for juice so you're right it's juice juice oh uh, is jugo juice a spanish establishment me just trying to avoid talking about harry at the spy <laughs> <laughs> like oh shit it's 45 minutes i guess we can oh. um, i guess this episode is actually about jugo juice you know what i actually think that was an important side <laughs> bar to go down um i also can see actually bags forming under my eyes as i do get sicker probably with the recurrence of shingles as we do talk about harriet the spy one thing I do want to pull up quickly is the poster, which I don't know if you've seen, but it's Harriet the Spy with a tiny magnifying glass, but then with Nanny Golly. I know. That's yes, really it's- not endearing. It's a very scary. Oh, okay. I found the culprit. A big smack orange fucking. Okay. Yeah. It's a Nickelodeon, folks. It's Dan. It's Nickelodeon. So stop the stop the presses. We gotta we gotta reprint the newspaper because this sucks. No wonder. Um, all right, well let's dive in. So Harriet the Spy is a children's novel written in the sixties and then was turned into the movie in nineteen ninety nineteen ninety six. Nineteen ninety six. I was four, you were six. I was six. <sighs> and that's my that's just math, folks. This movie uh, is about Harriet M. Welsh, who is a spy, quote unquote. She's not. She literally just writes things down. But when her friends find her secret notebook, tables are turned. Can she win them back and still keep going with her spy business? Great. Love that. Um, there's no business. I don't know why the fuck you'd call it that. So we There's no, there's listen, no business. There are so many overall problems with this movie. Firstly, uh, the first uh, 45 minutes, basically nothing happens is how it She's- feels. The most loathsome main character She's I've a ever brat. Followed. She's a literal capital B brat. So, but we start out. It's kind of like anachronistic. It doesn't it like. It seems like it takes place in the '90s, but there's weird like 1960s <sighs> vibes, '50s okay. vibes. I hate I it. I hated the editing of this movie. It's so um, bizarre. I don't like some of the like kind of weird stylistic choices the, where they would like totally. do a bunch of like cuts like things are moving like someone really playing quickly. basketball yeah yes like a, a snapshot like a nineties basketball then we're looking at yeah. a crate of apples no I hate it, it I hate was, it <laughs> I have like motion sicknessy to watch oh yeah no I had to look away a lot of the time people's costumes and outfits are like again like the parents are like the parents in Peter Pan they're always going out to parties it's like is this the 90s or the 60s because we gotta pick one because i hate this everyone's wearing weird clothes and i hate and i, and yeah, I hate the parents it. were doing um rich person accents. totally and the and the nannies like this monochrome it's fucked anyways michelle <laughs> trachenberg is so young i kind of feel like a creep watching this because it's a story about kids that are so young okay ew i don't know why well because how that why am i supposed to be thinking about what an eight-year-old or however the hell old she is cares about 
why the hell do I care? I'm an adult. I care about bills, taxes, and making sure I, you know. I know that to be true about you. A 401k. They're definitely way too young to be interesting watching this interesting on my, on my day off i truly it's like watching two toddlers do make-believe at the park you're gonna be like oh very fun but you're not engaged in their dumbass make-believe michelle trachenberg is so young in this movie yeah she has the tiniest babiest voice it's jarring and that struck me right away where i was like oh no this is gonna be brutal a long movie because that voice is very grating and, to sh- to. and let's just say she has tantrums and screams full-blown in this movie and it is not um it's not cute it's not fun to sonically s- it's a nightmare it not enjoyable um so she's got these two little friends they are oh my god this is fucked we watched this two weeks ago i don't remember they have secret tattoos on their feet and they all wear monochrome outfits one wears all yellow one wears all red and one wears all purple and i hate this shit it's so annoying they're all dressed Uh, in that 90 i don't know dude where i'd be recognizing this little boy from um well, I know that little boy from something. That little boy is called Gregory Smith, and he plays the character Sport. He is from Toronto. This was filmed. Okay, this movie was filmed in. Oh Toronto. yeah, hard. I friggin' knew it. I smelled Hi, that right, right away. Yeah, I sniffed that out. This little boy was in a bunch of different. He's in Rookie Blue, Designated Survivor. What's I'm saying this like Frank nah, Franklin and Bash. Uh, no, no, no. As a kid. Okay, okay, okay. Um, oh Christ. Uh, Xenon, he's Greg. Maybe the Patriot. Uh, touched by an angel. Probably. No, what the hell is touched by an oh, angel about? We gotta, we gotta watch an episode <laughs> of Touched by an Angel. Unfortunately, that was a cuckoo show. Did you never watch I've, that? I've seen ten seconds of it as a child, and I didn't understand what I was watching. It's basically like a family drama that you used to watch. Yeah like as a kid yeah but make it christian <sighs> count me but out. make it having to do with a bunch of christian things count me out oh woof, oh and there's a, doggy oh god no 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 marianne hawthorne she's the mean blonde girl she's also a toronto actress she works she works uh <laughs> <laughs> Her name is Charlotte Sullivan. You would recognize her from a few things. Eartha Kitt's randomly in this movie, too, okay, for two that's seconds. That's really unsettling, even. There's a lot. The dad, also, Robert Joy, he's... Okay, the mom was Jerry from Succession. Oh, my God, the mom is Jerry from Succession. That Wow. Jerry from Succession was in Toronto. <laughs> Love that. We also have okay. uh, the best friend Janie and the other best friend is Sport. So those are her two besties and then Michelle Trachtenberg classic. Were you were you friggin' Can you tell I'm trying to get off? through this so fast because <laughs> yes, I speeding. hate this. Yeah. Um did you have your socks blown off by the fact that these kids are supposed to be in sixth grade and to me they look like they were seven years old? Well, I told you the other day or I told my sister actually the other day I was walking by and I was going Oh, there's got to be, um, I guess they're doing a weird, like, orientation thing. Because there's a bunch of kids playing outside on university campus. And so I was like, oh, I guess it's like the first years are doing, like, a, um, like an orientation thing. I look over. The 
the teacher blows the whistle. She goes, okay, grade sixes, line up. <laughs> so I clearly have no idea <laughs> between the ages of, mm, I'd say, infant to baby 18. Yeah, yeah to, to university age. I thought a grade six was in university. So I'm actually the opposite of you. Um, <laughs> no, I have no idea what a kid looks like. I don't know what a kid is. I don't know what they look like. I don't know how big they get. I try. I'm glad I never was one. Look like Miss Trenchable. Um, these kids puking when they come by. She's the mean girl, Marianne. But I'm also already getting vibes of like, okay, but you guys are bullying her. Like she's just walking by, and you guys are like, yeah, she's okay. so gross. Ew, this little trio. They're bullies. Triumvirate was so. Oh, they're wretched. So they're wretched. Wretched little piglets. They're. <laughs> I know. Oh, they're so. They're so. They. I, I <laughs> the know. Words are truly evading me because I'm so like. Ugh, you know what? They're putrid. You know what they are? They're putrid. They're total fucking they're pew. such putrid little brats. They're like this girl has done nothing. Literally nothing that we see. They're just jealous of her, and so and they're like they are so the, honestly the level that these kids had yeah. of of hatred towards this girl was. No, I'm on her side it at this point. It didn't even ring true to me. It's like, I don't even think little kids have this much focused hatred. I don't think it's formed at that point. Like, I remember in grade six, like, doing painting and stuff. No, it became, like, obsessive, and it was so totally. fucked up. Also, why does Marianne and her friends wear uniforms to school, seemingly? And they're at a public school, and no one else wears them. And I, I love that you point that out, because I don't know if that is a choice or if it is a an in-group uh uniform that they do have separately uh oh, like the pink ladies the pink, it is yeah well yes mm. it is like a pink ladies sort of situation but there's only there is only two of them but then it the, <laughs> the dynamics in this class are weird we do get a grade six pan around of um she's the mean one um this guy eats gross sandwiches named pinky um, this other one, she's smart, but crazy. Like, ugh, I'm already annoyed at this little brat, like, explaining the world through her eyes. The one girl, is, oh, the one girl grew boobs over the summer, and she was like, she's, abs- all the boys are upset, blah, blah, I'm like. Okay, that made me feel upset. I, I, why are we talking about baby's boobs? Okay, well, one, <laughs> why are we talking about baby boob? And two, why are we doing that classic thing of when a girl goes through puberty all the other girls start to hate her because they're secretly jealous and intimidated why are we feeding into that harriet i'm already getting major red flags from this character i dislike her actively they're acting like she went and got a boob job like as if she had any say in the matter she went and got herself boobs over the summer take your note take your notebook and take a look at your own reflection in it take your notebook (laughs) and then tape a mirror into it and then and look and you can actually get a sticker that it looks like a mirror and do that and then look (laughs) in it because i'm so goddamn sick of these narrators thinking we're immediately going to be on their side when she is just an absolute brat i had my arms crossed the whole movie i was glaring at her why do i one have no interest in a grade six's life Okay, check. That's normal. But it's two, even less stakes than a than a high school uh, prom. That's what I'm saying. I actually think there is an age cutoff for. I do think it has to be high school for me to care. Yeah. If we're not in high school, 
if there's no dance, there's no prom, there's no people And I dating. barely find those to be stakes. <sighs> the losing your virginity stakes? Losing for your virginity stake has never meant less Even that to one's me. tough for me. Even when I was in high school, that meant sixth <laughs> grader? Uh. It's actually... Uh, putrid okay we're doing class presidents on the first day i'm going that doesn't make sense that doesn't make sense we haven't been able to establish who's going to be cool this year that don't make sense (laughs) um harriet hates this girl she's basically like i want to murder her um her spy gear looks ancient and victorian yet she in 90 clothes what year is it okay and obviously i'm really stuck on that i'm feeling like at this point some books don't need to be turned into movies. Oh, man. Hello. I'm giving a standing ovation to that coin. I am s- saluting, and I'm there's an American flag <laughs> dropping behind me, and I'm <laughs> throwing my bid in the race for president. She spies on Harrison. What the hell does that mean? Is that the cat hoarder? The scat man. The jazz man. The guy who's going ba-da-ba-doop-boop-boo with all the cats and also makes bird cages. Guys, these are the characters that you're <laughs> dealing with in this movie. There's a man who does jazz scat and then has cats and then makes and bird cages makes, yeah. and lives in a massive Toronto home. Okay, that don't make sense. But she spies on him through up top window. Okay, this is painful. Well, at one point, one of the kids has a rocket necklace. I'm in too mad of a mood talking about this movie to even want to go down that. Did you like rockets as a kid? What? Rockets? Like rockets the candy? Yeah. She has a candy necklace is what I meant. Oh, they're not rockets. I know, I know, but I always got those confused. Uh, of course I loved candy necklaces. They actually taste fucking bad though if you go back as an adult i like them yes they crack your tooth off basically and then um i love the ones that are bracelets that have a little fake watch clock yes those ones are because i like that big ass chunk of watch stuff i (laughs) loved looney lizard always had those little big big ones (laughs) with with the watch um i wore a candy necklace and I think I sweat in it, and the candy uh, <laughs> did cause an, aller- an allergic reaction. Um, oh God, you could have never been a rave kid. No, I. <laughs> they just melted candy all over me. Um, I'm eating glow sticks. Okay, why can't I hear anything? There's scat music playing, or and it's constantly playing. Okay, this actually seems like <laughs> just I was in a fever dream at that point. Okay, we meet um, Rosie o'donnell oh yeah did i forget to mention she's in this movie she plays a character called ol golly o-l-e space g-o-l-l-y nanny golly is how they refer to her because she is in fact harriet the spy's nanny i said what what is a miss golly what would the equivalent be in today's society she is just a living nanny. Her name makes me want to th- actually throw myself out the window. When I think of it, Ol. My first name is o- Ol Go- Old Golly. I'm leaving. I'm gone. I'm actually booking I'm a pissed. flight. I literally don't even have anything to say because I'm pissed. This was tough for me because uh, beyond the name and the... Do you like Rosie? The, the look they gave her, which okay, is don't. like a weird kind of like... A Mary, um, Mary Poppins vibe. Like Mary Poppins, 
also like madeline like <laughs> i don't know what was happening there i hated it but no, i'm mad I, like the character was kind of interesting like i sort of like what they were going for with like she's very quick she's like, she's like wise and insightful and quick and but like also these kind of like little gems of wisdom but also and, emotionally very stoic there is and like yes totally there's a comfort but like fun and you know so i did like it and the thing is i love rosie o'donnell she Same. has actually been given some amazing performances i uh-huh. love all of her cameos in curb your enthusiasm hysterical they're some of the best episodes um this show that I fucking keep telling everyone to watch, American Gigolo. Yes. She plays an amazing character in that show. She's so fucking funny and good. Yeah, she's cool. I, I think she's so, great. I'm a fan. But, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. How would you feel about this character? I mean, she's oh, she did it the well. only watchable thing yeah. in it. Uh, oh, yeah. And I also think she did it well. Like, um, some of the, the lines she's given that are clearly from the 1960s that they just lifted um that she has to bumble through she was great like i do i think she's great i'm just i'm just pissed she was evoking some emotion for me when she's you know like saying goodbye and she's basically the only beacon of hope and light in this movie and she's gone in the first 20 so what does that tell you that is a rough blow she (laughs) she brings the kids to this like art house junkyard and again i couldn't be more pissed off with this vibe of the 90s (laughs) it's almost like a parody of the 90s something about like kids playing in the street with like trash cans and like like, junk garbage turned into art (laughs) okay why does that make me want to pull my hair out something so disturbing about that it's such a culture aesthetic that like for me like it's very akin to like the coffee shops with like paintings of those skinny cats those long skinny cats that type of art it's It's so forceful lots of tin Tin. and And stained glass music on the stained glass (laughs) glass. we've got we've repurposed socks into there's there's pieces of um beach glass okay beach glass that are hanging off of strings we have green and brown beer bottles hanging and you can hit them with a little music with a spoon that makes me junkyard music that makes (laughs) me want to (laughs) literally hit myself over the head of a rock why does it make me so mad so viscerally it's so forceful it's so forceful this kind of get this art i don't know what word to use other than like this culture this ethos I hate it so much <laughs> to look at, no. to hear about, to and the way they everything. the way they've montage filmed it in these like flashy nineties like these quick cuts. We're doing shots of someone's foot. Now we're doing shots of like it's kind of like staticky motion. <laughs> oh I, I, can't, I can't tell you. Oh my god, it's very stomp. Okay, I'm. It's like it's stomp, stomp, we're, and then we have a gar- we have a garbage lid, we and don't we're need hitting instruments. it. Yes, we don't need instruments to make music. Why does this make me so mad? There is objectively nothing wrong with it, but it's so tropey. I don't know what it is. It's sick. Did I? It's so contrived. I hate. Okay. Um. Some of the language is bizarre. Uh. Like you'll hear a phrase like "nevermore" said the raven. 
I'm not, I can't even say that, but it's because it's from lifted from the sixties. And I need everyone to know that, um, Harriet's obsessed with mayo sandwiches with tomato on, um, them. And okay. If you needed another reason to hate her, there it is. Mayo and just tomato. Um, okay. Frankie Harriet is spying on the guy who's having cupping done. Okay, I guess, oh, she's spying on what they call the Chinese family. That is their words, not mine. Okay, she goes, she goes <sighs> she's talking about their son, uh, who's like more westernized. And has like a girlfriend. Whatever, American. Yeah. And he's like, and she's talking, she's like, Frankie's cool American style. Oh, God. His parents are cool too, Chinese style. The 90s? You didn't know how to deal with race and culture, and so you shouldn't have touched it ever until you learned how. I know. I hate this depiction of this Chinese family. I mean, it's from the 60s. It's character, yeah. Cartoon. It, it yeah. really rings true as like something from the 60s. Like, a, I'm already hating it, so this is just actually compounding at this point. Now I'm getting red in the face. They have these dumbass <laughs> tattoos, the three of them, Janie, Sport, and Harriet put on. And again, this might sound like I'm just babbling. This is the quote-unquote story structure. This is a plot point. These are. This is the... <laughs> story of the movie where at 45 minutes you go what the hell what is this movie there about is, okay this is this just is a linear of the movie that makes you want to bash your brain i'm out. going what am i rooting for what's the there's problem no, to what solve? is the goal what is what's the goal what are we working it, towards what is at stake you know it's like it's like there's there's nothing there's no climax to be had there's no beginning, middle, and end. There's, You know when someone at your work is like, oh, so I have to tell you about last night. So first off, I go out for dinner. You mean anyone trying to tell anyone a story? Trying to tell, I mean, me too. I'm, I am actually talking about me. They're like, oh my gosh, I have to tell you about this thing that happened. So I go for dinner. And so I ordered the chicken. I Then I got... Um, so I got a salad too. And then I get a Diet Coke. And then I go to the bathroom. I pee. I come back and we finish dinner and then we're walking down the street. We go to the bookstore. We buy a book. <laughs> and then after that, we go back home. So we're back home. I fall asleep. And then I wake okay, up so this if morning. you're feeling rage, that's this movie. That is this movie. That is this movie. You're going, what is the what's It's just the a point? series of events. What's the point? You're just telling me things. You're not connecting them. Why are we just following this gal around? Nothing's paying off. No, it's just a bunch of disparate events. It's, and saying, using the word events yeah. is, being, is overstating it. It's like We're following a linear. Imagine happening. just being the fly on a wall of <laughs> a s- basically six-year-old, but grade six's life. Yeah, <sighs> their inner life and just like a regular day to day. Oh dear God! That's hellish. That's torturous. Okay, one good thing that that they brought back in this movie that I was loving that really took me back. Talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. If you don't think that I wasn't ramming that down everyone's throats every five seconds. I love that for you. You're dumber than I thought you were. That actually just gave me war flashbacks to... uh, Were you not big on that? I was uh, on the receiving end of that, I found. A lot. (laughs) Oh, Uh, God. That was a little bit of a PTSD (laughs) for me. Oh, God. Because I'm going... (laughs) 
okay, now your hand's in my face, and I'm going to bite it off if you don't move it. Oh, my God. I was a card-carrying talk to the hand because the face ain't listening. Okay, there's nothing rude. And as a receiver of it, there's nothing rude. <laughs> there's nothing rude. I never even thought about the person who's receiving <laughs> yeah, it. I know. It's, a perf- it's performative. <laughs> but as a receiver of it, nothing ruder now your hand is up there blocking your face and i was trying to talk to you about something okay i'm gonna go feral and bite your fucking fingers off if you don't (laughs) close that into a fist because we're about to fight get your dukes up um i also had anger issues as a child i am actually realizing as i retell some of these she's in the bath at one point trying to scrub off her tattoo or she's trying to keep preserving it she's trying to preserve it sorry and her in the bath like she actually kind of looks like she's at least partial nudity and i'm going okay why are we doing this this scene is not necessary like we don't need to be showing everything like we're showing like a lot of like i don't know uh shoulder and stuff and that's when i went and found out it's nickelodeon and i go of course of course they want to show there are so many other ways they could have shown this we could have done bubble bath um bubbles way up to here and hid everything um, the nanny, uh, golly and her. Oh my God. Also the, uh, yeah, I'm just thinking about this. It's like, why the fuck does a nanny need to be helping a 12 year old in the bath? Again, uh, like I'm going again, back yes. to myself as a 12 year old in sixth Getting grade. Getting your period. I would Get, not yeah. be having, standing up in a bathtub to have my nanny pass me a towel. It's like, that is actually literally abuse at that age, I think. Okay, this is probably why I was getting so thrown off. By how old the child because was? Because you wouldn't even have a freaking nanny babysitter be, as a 12-year-old no. in sixth grade. No, and if you did, it would just be to, like, make dinner and, like, that's it like a housekeeper basically and like kind of watch you i guess yes this was actually very disorienting yeah to have someone read you a bedtime story in grade six okay this is actually okay i'm only really appreciating right now same i'm really clicking into it this is that they said she's in sixth grade but it was as if this girl is like a first grader. She was kind of like stunted development too. She there, she is very tiny. And so that's actually really creeps vibes because she does look like a seven-year-old and is treated like one by her nanny and her parents, frankly. But she is in grade six. Like. Oh, this is bizarre. I don't like this actually. I really. And the bathtub thing really just not necessary. And a foot thing. And a foot thing. Why do they have foot tattoos? Oh, my I'm God. I'm fucking sue, buddy. I'm so... God, kid, poor kids. As much as we should... As much as I talk shit about kids... As much as we think they should be seen, not heard... I love them, and I'll stand up for them against these Nickelodeon fucking perks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, Harriet running towards the door. I'll get it! I'll get it! I'll get it! She's with Nanny Golly at home. Nanny is baby... Like, fucking wiping her ass or something uh she is in grade six not grade one this behavior is not fun cute or acceptable her running to the door but now i'm going well she's been treated like a baby her whole fucking life she has no like she throws tantrums she runs to the door like a child and slides around the room and is hyperactive like a child in grade six i was like wearing a bra and like no in grade six i was like crushing on people trying to get a boyfriend yeah Yeah. like Like, can you even imagine her having no like you're you were like 
like cuddling with a guy in line at Wonderland. I was like kissing um, my hand to see what I would be like as a kisser. <laughs> okay, well, I can't relate to that, but you know, you're kind of like you're holding hands yeah, with a guy. You're going, you're going to free skate, holding hands. You're for going to the movie theater. You're ah! chewing. You're doing straw work, chewing you're on straws. Straw work. You're not running around in after. I don't know. I don't know. I don't like this. In a little raincoat no. spying on people. And also <laughs> going nanny golly, nanny golly. Like, oh my God. Okay. So we have a nanny here for a 12 year old. And the nanny is having a date. The nanny has a date over. Over. And clearly these parents are strict. Uh, so I don't know what the hell's happening. And I really don't like that either. Like bringing a man into a home of a child. Okay. That actually brings a whole new sinister level. Yeah. I do think this child's been abused and infantilized (laughs) and her development has actually been stunted. And now I do feel bad making fun of her, but his whole thing is like, I used to be rich and then I wasn't happy. Then I became a delivery uh, man. And, um, Harriet kind of roasts him for this. She's kind of like a capitalist pig a little bit. Like she's like, I thought you're a delivery boy. Uh, shouldn't you at least be a delivery man? We're getting some jokes. Um, listen, I don't know why this scene happens. Nanny Golly burns the bratwurst. Um, <laughs> couldn't have been a worse food for me to hate this movie even more. <laughs> then the three of them go out to oh dinner. My God, wait, movie. did you just say she burns the bratwurst? Yeah. Okay, see, I thought you were referring to them going to the movie and you said she brings the bratwurst and you were referring to Harriet. I thought you were calling her a bratwurst as a brat. I And I thought that was so funny and genius. Okay, I actually think that probably in the... She brings the bratwurst with them. I actually think probably <laughs> there's a connection there. I do think that's probably why she made bratwurst. Um, dinner and a movie they go back they see a okay and this drives you nuts it's clearly the 90s and they see a black and white fucking movie and Harriet's looking at this thing like she's never seen TV before like sorry I couldn't even watch old cartoons when I was little because I was like ugh this sucks I need 3D (laughs) oh I know I was watching a movie from the 80s the other day and Joel was like I'm shocked you're watching this you hate old movies (laughs) But seriously, as a little kid, you're like, I want the 3D Donkey oh, Kong. Totally. I don't want to play the fucking 1981 version. Like, get, uh, what? It, anyways, that just further proves that she's clearly not had a normal ugh, childhood. Okay, I legit have to look away. The jazz montage is hurting my eyes after they're leaving the movie. Oh. The doctor said I need to take it easy, and this is not right. <laughs> okay, so jazz obviously is jazz to me has everything to do with artsy junkyard horns skinny cat painting cafes cuts to watch these kids playing basketball and then people running in a sprinkler it's like jazz is in that jazz is in that the there's a montage of her dancing with the delivery man oh my to God. jazz and the camera is shaky but also doing 90s no, effects no i literally felt like okay if the doctor <laughs> knew i was watching this with shingles he'd tell me to stop i'm not even kidding because it was so hard to focus I, I was like covering my eye i was like getting dizzy it felt like no it, it Oh my god. Actually, honestly, this movie attacked <laughs> all the senses. So first, sonically, you're being bombarded by Michelle Trachenberg's baby voice. 
and jazz. Visually, you are being made so sick. Yeah. By what you're seeing from the way this has been edited, we're, we're doing we're doing oh, hand cam. We're doing oh, we're doing um like almost like war footage basically like but it's being used to show them just like dancing outside of a movie theater. But the the jazz like, is going. <sighs> you're going. Oh okay, this movie is to be seen at Wonderland in that theater, <laughs> that interactive theater. Your seat's gonna be moving yes, around. Yes, um, You're gonna smell you the know. bratwurst. Yeah. You, you've also. <laughs> yes. You've also. Um, I think also too. I I always forget this fact about Harriet the Spy. Is remember when Hostel came out and they had to have ambulances at the ready? <laughs> it was actually <laughs> they actually had the same for Harriet the Spy in theaters, and a lot of kids, a lot of kids were taken away in ambulances for motion sickness. The parents are home. And they fucking fire Nanny Golly for this wretched uh, field trip. They go, why the hell do you take our daughter to the movies? That's not allowed as the as her babysitter that also bathes her and clothes her and wipes her butt. You're not allowed to do that. <laughs> and it's like, okay, parents, you guys are absent and you don't really get a say in this. Two seconds later, they're like, wait, 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 wait. No, don't leave. We were just kidding. We were, we were just being silly. But she's like, no, I think it's time for me to leave. Okay, no, it was actually really funny how this worked. Because the way I was seeing it was like, so they fire her. And this comes out of nowhere. She's so blindsided. And then Harriet's obviously like pissed. And then the parents kind of like backtrack. Because they're like, oh, fuck, actually. Like, no no one's going to watch our kid. And it's kind of funny because Rosie O'Donnell's basically like, no, 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 no. I insist. No, 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 no. It's like they're begging her to come back. And she is like, I need to take this out. Yeah. Like she sees the out and she goes for it because she knows is she complicit? I don't know what's the root of the problem here. But all she I think deep down, she knows she shouldn't be bathing a 12 year old like that, frankly. Also, I think she's like, Harriet is annoying as yeah, fuck. She is. And she really is. And now I have my chance. I have to go. It's as if Miss Golly was brutally murdered in front of her the way that Harriet grieves her. I am struggling to get through this movie. The pictures she has, even the drawings that Harriet has in her notebook after Miss, um, yeah, Miss Golly leaves. I guess I didn't write anything about that. It is kind of sad, but again, like, I'm so bombarded. I'm just mad at the movie. I don't really care. Um, Harriet has drawings in her little fucking notebook and it honestly I'm again I'm going she's grade six like I remember the grade sixes work when I was little would be put up and it was like amazing like pictures of like rabbits and like animals and like these are not even stick figures bro these are like well honestly I gotta disagree with you here as someone whose art is at that level no olivia it's yours i'm not put off by that this wasn't even, i find this to be accurate this wasn't even sticking around drawing level this was like oh god like a baby had a crayon it was- again you can't understand because you shockingly allegedly have these incredible drawing skills for those of us who do not it's so foreign like I'll throw I'll throw my hands you, up on this. You'd one. be stunned at how bad I am. Listen, I would in a court in a court of law, I would put these pictures up as evidence to suggest that she has had her development stunted. However, <laughs> I agree it could be erroneous. Okay. 
the man sadly picking up the cat bowls. Yeah, now that's sad. Because I guess all his cats got taken away in a fucking bag. Sorry. Okay, sad. Why are you subjecting me to this, <sighs> Harriet the Spy, the movie? No, it's... This movie is sick. This movie is so sick. I don't like it. Then another thing, she goes back to the quote-unquote Chinese family, as she refers to them. Someone's in a <laughs> fight, and like she's just spying on them. She doesn't do anything. And then she sees her friend Sport paying okay. for his food. We are subjected to so many upsetting things. Like In a you, row. You get bombarded because you see this poor old devastated man picking up the empty dog bowl or cat bowls. And, and that's so sad. And then you see a, a man carrying a sack full like of going live to kill cats them. all moving yeah, around. No. Okay, that is so disturbing to uh, see. I didn't, yeah, I didn't and consent then, to that. Oh, God. And then you have to watch this abused little boy sadly Ugh. trying to pick up groceries for his family his dad and he doesn't is, have um, enough money it's like okay oh my god okay and also like put a pin in this for later but the way she's talking about the boy she's like oh he could barely afford cheese i had to give him a dollar and then it's like she's like his dad's a struggling writer and it's like harriet you want to be a writer like what the fuck are you talking about like shitting on his dad being like he can't sell a book because he sucks where it's like harriet you want to be a writer so what do you think is gonna happen yeah doesn't she say something like is your dad gonna get a real mm-hmm, job mm-hmm. she's so condescending she's like when will his dumbass deadbeat dad ever get a real job and take care of him is her vibe yeah it really doesn't make sense given that they specifically have made this Her entire whole thing is about around the fact that she wants to be a that would, writer yeah. that'd be like me making fun of actors which i never do <laughs> um but no it is bizarre um i'm at i'm at this point going it's been 40 minutes what's the story here um she sees the little Janie girl after this. She kind of talks shit about her, too. She's like, I did laugh, actually. The Janie girl's like, I really wanted to do our dan- our pageant-themed as the Manhattan Project, and I'd be Oppenheimer. I am laughing at that. I actually think that kid had a couple That kid was cute. Lines. Yeah, the Janie kid was very cute. Um, and then they're talking about doing a stink bomb for the play, and I'm actually getting Columbine vibes and very, oh like, my not good vibes for, like, school <laughs> stuff. Well, the hatred that That's they're what I'm spewing saying. towards this Marion girl it's all from, like, this is... notebook, and, like, it's not from a place of fun. It's from a place of, like... And it's, like... Th- three kind of like outsider kids you know i don't like the tone here the themes harriet is like playing in a junkyard again and like stacking all this junk so that she can get inside people's houses she's basically peeping again on sport um i did used to stack junk as a kid i will say that was an activity i would always do is i'd stack things and see how high i could get but never to peep on other people's um she goes and hangs with sport i don't know what happens who gives a shit well we kind of like see the writer dad like and and he's like quote unquote sleep yeah no he's at his desk so this dad has some sort of yeah, drug he got problem, substance problem alcoholism I mean, i'm not sure the way he reacts later to a very small amount of money okay <laughs> we gotta leave That's that <laughs> this man is he has no concept struggling of 
yeah, he doesn't have his footing. <sighs> These kids are, yeah, they're not aware. Sports, like, pathetically having to say, I do all the cooking, oh. cleaning, and I do the books. I do the books. He pays the bills. He does everything. <laughs> for his dad, <sighs> who's a writer, who's falling asleep at his desk. Uh. Never has money. <laughs> oh. uh, they don't even have money for cheese. Ay, ay, ay. Okay. <laughs> and then they, she takes a picture of him also randomly dressed up. To whatever. Why do kids movies not have a fucking story? I'm so frustrated, TBH. Okay. Her hiding while she's spying on a van and dramatically throwing herself up against a wall. What is her project here? Why is she spying on this house? Okay. Okay, this was one of the biggest mysteries of the movie. There is a random house that comes up. Harriet randomly wants to spy on it. Period. Full stop. I don't know why. I don't know if we missed some huge... She lit. It's not even just spy on this house. It's literally... She does a B&E. into... To spy inside of this house. Okay, so there's a house. But we don't understand why it feels like completely random. It's very... I mean, I think she gives like a one sentence of like, oh, I saw this inside that. But it's not connected to anything. There's actually no reason she should be committing this B&E and getting trapped in a dumbwaiter. Um, And then she goes up the dumbwaiter and randomly the maid has like the thickest transatlantic accent it's like we're in the 1920s um she's hiding in a dumbwaiter i do remember this part very viscerally and then fucking eartha kit is in a bedroom for two seconds i'm not even kidding this sounds actually like a dream i'm trying to explain to someone eartha kit is in a bedroom for two seconds in a giant pink wig and like a weird silk bed out and like weird outfit and then Harriet just gets thrown out of it. <laughs> I, this is another one of those scenes that will unsettle the senses. I can't explain how uh, frustrating it is trying to rationalize something like this. They play in the park. Uh, okay, this is when things finally get cooking. Um, Mary Ann, the mean girl, steals Harriet's book. Um, I do love this. I do love them playing around. I'm, I am taken back to a time where I, did you ever play capture the flag? I played capture the flag a lot. I felt very competitive towards that. I was actually being such a little witch during this scene. I, what I have written down, God, I I wrote, God, I hate the sound of their laughter. (laughs) You know what? That is not your fault. Um, Marianne, the bigot, the mean girl who actually hasn't really done anything. She's just kind of like stuck up, gets Harriet's burn book basically and reads it out loud to everyone. I think the lesson here is don't put it in writing. (laughs) (laughs) Totally. If there's no evidence, there's no Give your friend a call to gossip. Don't text about it. Uh, This is pretty rough. This stuff is very mean. That Harriet said, like, I'm not uh it's completely her fault um the shit she writes is so nasty it's even about her best friends oh yeah she writes mean shit about everyone including her two best friends that's part of why this movie is confusing as fuck why is this the main character what's redeeming here she doesn't really like learn anything she barely Um, apologizes she continues to act shitty barely apologizes she says sorry quietly well first she sets out on revenge 
I don't know. She's just this hateful, wretched oh, little... little wench, really. Little wench! I mean, okay, here's the thing. If I did get caught with a burn book like this... That's it. I'm wi- I'm washing my hands. I'm changing schools. There's no way I'm continuing with this life. Uh, I will be leaving. If I was a judge in that courtroom, I'd say... You haven't even shown remorse. No, she actually hasn't. You've been trial. giggling. You've been laughing. You've been no. She actually like kind of doubles down and actually seems yeah. furious at her classmates. Totally. I I haven't seen any no. remorse, so I'm actually going to go ahead with the death I am actually penalty. Actually, go ahead with the harshest punishment. Um, I will say though. Okay, what would you rather have? Because the last thing that the girl reads out is she's like, Harriet the Spy. Would you rather have all of your mean roasts about everyone read out loud or have your peers know that you call yourself a spy? (laughs) (laughs) To me? That you're a self-proclaimed the spy? That you're a spy with a tool? Uh, I would rather have my roasts written out read One out and alienated completely. completely because if anyone ever thought it's humiliating that i called myself a spy when all i did was literally break into someone's home for no reason no discernible reason. no it's like someone finds your notebook Uh-oh. and you you you've written in your thing maddie the star that is like <laughs> shudder inducing i don't know if it's the shingles or what but there was a chill that just went down my spine there's something so cringe about her little tool belt too because it's like what (laughs) are your tools doing nothing they're just binoculars what are the other tools they do nothing your tools do nothing your spy tools they do nothing (laughs) have you seen hoobie halloween no i'm not watching hoobie (laughs) halloween okay well anyone who's any hoobie has out there you know what I'm talking about. Hoobie's got his own little, his own little tool belt of tools. But the tools do nothing. Um, okay, then this, then Harriet gets completely like uh, shunned from everyone. She's excommunicated. Everyone fucking hates her. They kind of start making fun of her. They're like, Harriet smells. I am laughing. Um, they're they're passing notes about her that say Harriet smells. But it takes the kids so long to read the notes. They're like reading it and they're like oh oh yeah (laughs) as if there's like a few sentences it literally just says harriet smells like again these kids are grade six their penmanship wretched um i'm going does she actually smell because if it's not true it's not funny see i thought it was just like they're just pulled it but then she falls hook line and sinker for it okay and starts this is actually so sad to watch. Have her. you done this before? No. You've never had your pit a stink. Whore's bath? Okay. I've done one at an audition once and I gotta tell you, it it does not work. Uh taking a soap from a Okay. Cl- from not a, to brag, but uh, I don't have a BO issue. Oh, I, so. I have a wretched, wretched, wretched issue. Uh <laughs> And it's not even diet based. I don't know what it is, but I stink. There is a soccer <laughs> shirt I wore in grade six that still smells. I think you've told me about we, it. We literally keep it as like a museum artifact, me and my sister. It says Ancaster oh Soccer God. Club. No one has worn it. The pits still smell. The pits still smell. A 2003 stink burned into them. No matter how many times they got washed. It was honestly kind of lucky sean kind of impressive oh yeah he 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 
probably actually has he like a loves nasal that, issue. Those pheromones. Yeah, he's primal. <laughs> no, I do think he probably has some sort of uh, nose issue. But uh, okay, this is gonna make you smell worse, honey. Don't use the soap from a bathroom and put it under your pits because guess what happens? You end up getting your bo on your fingers. And then that really takes a lot to come off. And then your pits still stink. Your fingers stink. You go into the audition and and you've you lost your part? confidence. You don't get the part. No. You know, mm. of course you don't get the fucking part. You never do. That's the that's the trick about being an actor. You never get the part. Yeah, this scene is upsetting. Um not only is she like frantically scrubbing herself clean and up in a kids in a and it's a southern ontario kids bathroom bathroom with that communal sink we got the fountain we got the communal sink we got that fountain that you press with your foot and um made out of like it's like like stone it's like terrazzo it's like a garden it's actually kind of nice it's like terrazzo stone it's like stained glass pieces in it it's actually kind of my dream backsplash um uh yeah, she's doing that, which is upsetting to watch. But then on top of it, she's like kind of spiraling out into mania, and she's yeah. and she's mumbling frantically to herself, and she's saying <gasps> she she's so mad, she's so pissed at all of her classmates, and she's like, and none of this is my because one day I'm gonna okay. get famous, and I'm gonna go on all the talk shows, and I'm gonna tell everyone that Marion Marion smells. You know what's great about this though for her is that at least she's saying it out loud and it isn't in her head like it was for me for about 14 years of my life. (laughs) (laughs) This exact train of thought. This was my number one coping mechanism as a child. (laughs) I unpacked in therapy. There's lots there. Anytime (laughs) something bad happened to me, I would go, can't wait to expose you on a talk show one day when I'm famous. Can't wait to tell everyone how mean you just were to me on a talk show when I'm famous. Can't wait. Can't wait. Oh, sounds good. Keep being mean to me because it's going on the talk show. Keep going, honey, because Ellen's going to love this story. One of the Jimmies is going to go nuts for this, honey. Keep going. I need I need material for my Leno appearance. Keep going. You're only hurting yourself. Oh, oh no. You regret being mean to me that one time. It's us 25 years later, the daydreams I'm having. Oh, you regret being mean to me. I bet you do. But unfortunately, I do not forgive. And I never forget. And I never forget. <laughs> People don't forget. People don't forget. It's 21 against one. This is a mass bullying terror event. Okay. So we're in the classroom and she comes back and um, basically she's attacked with blue paint from 20 children all at once with their hands. I gotta say watching this infuriated me and brought me to a dark place when I was in grades, you know, four or five, six where I did feel like I was being ganged up in a mass bullying terrorist event, uh, an MBTE, mass bullying. I'll take terrorists out, but mass bullying event, an MBE. I was sort of ganged up on in a game. We were all playing with, with balls outside, and oh god, the rage I felt in that moment 
and I'm watching her right now being physically assaulted by these children. I had a, I had a war flashback. And so, um, they're also, it's so upsetting on top of this shit movie that we watched. Now I'm actually having an emotional, emotional upheaval. No, thank you. Spy Catchers Club. What in God's name is this bullshit? This is clearly like fucking from the 60s that they just never updated. They're basically bum rushing her. Okay, you see they're in High Park, eh? That was where it sealed the deal for me. Hello, Canada. Hello, Canada. Welcome to Ontario. Uh, no passport needed. I'm in Canada. Uh, uh, high Park, more like... My Park. Close Park. My Park. More like my park. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> close park <laughs> so uh they i guess i guess okay the kids basically chase her doing a stomp and they all they're doing a stomp and they all have little garbage can lids as shields <laughs> and hats also and they bang on them and they've basically found her spy route via the notebook <laughs> Okay, I'm so mad that I'm even talking about spy this. Route. <laughs> they found her spy route. So every day on the way to school, she would stalk the old man, stalk the family, and stalk another person, I guess. That was her spy route. And she says, she even says, I have to change my roots. I'm going to have to change my oh roots. My God. <laughs> okay, it's literally like when oh you're being God, stalked. I didn't clock that. When you're being stalked and they tell you to change your roots and all your time. <laughs> so the whole the gang is really hanging out it's like basically like an i hate harriet club and actually they go around making noise so that she can't spy on people because um because it's a spy catcher's club wow (laughs) um i love this uh harriet also pisses me off because can she not just experience life instead of making compulsive art about everything whoa okay i know as as my best friend peter griffin said in the episode family guy last night he said i love people who are never doing what they're doing so that's not the most insightful comment i've ever heard in my life true it's like we are never doing this will make a great story one day well, how about you just live in the moment, you fucking loser? And that's me on me. That's me to me. Um, I guess the parents are like, oh, all your problems are from that notebook. We've got to really stop the one thing you love and are good at, which is writing. Uh, you're not allowed to write anymore. Well, who's who says she's good at it? Listen, she can't even write. She actually can't even penmanship. She can't even write. <laughs> she can't even penmanship. So you're right. I know, but... Uh, yeah, the parents, They're they dunces. don't know what to do. They are so stupid no. that their solution is, well, guess what? You're banned from writing like, in a notebook uh, from here on out. Your kid has one interest and one like potential thing. She sucks at everything else. Come on, guys. Have you seen her drawings? The teacher's even in on it. The teacher's like, give me the notebook. You're not allowed to have it. She has to get searched every day. It's literally like... <laughs> How do you? Ex- she's getting borderline strip search. She gets to see if she's got a secret she's got a notebook. notebook. She's on her. Jones and for okay. Right. Yeah. What? Okay. Is the notebook a Al- uh, metaphor? An analogy for a metaphor for drug. She has to be searched for a weapon. Every day. <laughs> okay. In this film, the notebook okay. is our weapon. Words are. <laughs> The weapon. Is our placeholder. But you actually get. <laughs> are 
the weapon. You actually get like a Fight Club flashback where it's like the whole time it wasn't a notebook. It was. Yeah, there you go. Uh, okay. Um, that actually tracks. I mean, reading and writing are pretty core things for a child to be doing. So it is kind of. Seems pretty harmless to let a kid write in their notebook. It, I don't think it's the writing that's the issue. I'm getting kind of sick at looking at these paintbrushes. They're so big. The smell of paint is so visceral. Okay, so this is actually... <laughs> okay, I just saw a huge note here that says, in all capital letters, what's the point of this movie? She's not even a spy. <laughs> okay, I was getting so mad at that title. Misleading us. Like honestly, at in this at this p- juncture in the movie, which it's almost over, I'm still hoping my brain saying, "Where are we getting the spy element?" I'm so dumb too because we are at like an hour and fifteen minutes into the movie, and I'm going, "Oh, I've when got is that she gonna go?" Running. I'm going, "When is she gonna go on a mission though? When's the mission yeah. starting? When yeah. is her spy tactics?" When is she going to... When's the eraser going to go missing and we have to find it? Thank you. And Harriet's the one who finds it and then everyone likes her again. Or she repels down a building and the man with the cat, like his cats get restored or something. Nothing. Nothing at all. No, they're blue balling me here. Well, how can you be blue balled for something yet? You can't even get horny full in the first place. (laughs) Just a story. Uh, I will say this is where she gets assaulted with paint uh with the blue paint these paintbrushes that you used in catholic elementary school and i mean public as well as well i I guess i mean ontario schools we had you guys had those okay i thought they were of the lord (laughs) uh they are painting with a brush like that is so visceral to me like Uh the wet paint on a paper Uh uh and sometimes it get too wet and then you'd Go, go through the paper okay uh, i was at this point i'm furious for her and i'm so happy when she slaps the girl across the face harriet slaps the mean girl because they literally are physically assaulting her she should have windmilled all of them grabbed a desk my anger at this age did not go bounds <laughs> <laughs> she should have windmilled them. <laughs> I, well there's so many of them she it, she writes okay and again we are getting vibes of Maybe she shouldn't be in school. Maybe it's not safe for her to be there because she does carve every classmate's name into her desk slowly with a protractor <laughs> at this point <laughs> and individually enacts revenge on each and every one of she them. She has a hit list. One by one and for <laughs> yeah. angrily crosses it out with a protractor. And honestly, this is the most relatable she's been in the whole damn movie to me. Uh, is when the is really the peak of her scariness mania. Um, she, she cuts the she hair cuts, off the girl from okay, Mean Girls. Okay, we start big. She cuts the hair off the girl from Mean Girls, and I did you recognize her? Yes, she's the girl that said, "It's my mom's it's skirt." My skirt. Yeah. yeah. I mean, okay, that's the thread. Oh, parallel. That's the thread. This girl's yeah. been through two burn book situations in her life. <sighs> one with Harriet, one with Mean Girls. Oh my God. This does mean they were in the same school district. This is them in elementary school. <laughs> it is the prequel. Harriet the Spy is the prequel to Mean Girls. I will not have you say else. <laughs> else. Whatever. I love this revenge. It's so deserved. I hate these children. A bra being lifted on the flagpole. 
okay i wouldn't give a shit about that but i am saying if you have my used underwear and lifted it on the flag thing oof that would be embarrassing with your bo problem with my discharge <laughs> oh, god. oh my god <laughs> oh god we are colorful girl depending on the time of month she <laughs> fucks with the one boy's science project good he deserved it don't make a house out of popsicles if you can't protect it <laughs> don't throw don't throw stones if you're not going to be able to protect your popsicle house with uh the income from the incoming stones i absolutely loved crafts that involved popsicle sticks i okay if you don't think my mom got seven thousand picture frames throughout the oh years oh my god okay those picture frames <laughs> with popsicle sticks were fun <laughs> as hell but i hated um working with popsicle sticks having to cut them in half working. oh my god i hated cutting them in half because it always would splinter, splinter. Oh. yeah 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 i'm familiar with that issue i think my favorite medium to work in would be uh <laughs> glitter and glue and Ooh. glitter glue Ooh, glitter if glue. you didn't think all my bristol board projects with cutout <laughs> things if you didn't think they were all getting glitter glue glitter as glue? their frames <laughs> you're damn wrong marianne's oh marianne's revenge harriet goes oh, in the bathroom the, and the piaster as he's what did she say do you have it written down she just goes your father doesn't love you <laughs> honestly Man. that scene was kind of funny it's not intended to be, but... It, it is actually... It's like, oh, wow, she's really pulling out the big guns well, here. Well, yeah, it really does show she knows what she's doing. It's the most mature I've seen her in the whole movie. Honestly, too, I was a bit of a word warrior when I was younger with my rage, and... I knew this was going to resonate that with you. Been my, that would have been me, actually, to every single person. It would be like, <laughs> oh, you have... Pulling out some tragic family trauma. Oh, you have one thing that really can't be talked about. Mm, I think I'm just going to say it to your face and stand and stare at you oh, <laughs> um sports punishment is so bad too um it's a mandy Moore. okay this movie it's started jamie whatever walk to remember this movie of a six-year-old going absolutely insane after she gets a mass bullying event <laughs> uh really started a lot of the high school pranks we see today um basically the picture she took of sport in an apron cleaning his house because his dad is a in a missed out fire oh he's yeah he's out firing uh she prints it around and says what does it say on it mr mom or what that's what you say it's it's basically a mr mom-esque joke (laughs) i literally don't remember what it is i don't know if it dunks on the dad or if it's Uh, just no i think it's like it's kind of dunking on him. I go, whatever. They assaulted her. I don't care. Uh, <laughs> the way she becomes... They deserve it. The way it. she becomes evil and cold. I love this and it resonates with me still. Oh my God. <laughs> uh, logically... Oh, okay. And also she stares directly at him as she's putting all the posters and flyers up of Mr. Oof. Mom. And he looks at her and she looks right at him as she's like putting the last one up. Oof. Oh, God. I don't care. You you touched me with blue paint and put it all <laughs> over my body. And that rage has to go somewhere. Um, so then she goes to therapy. Oh, College and Bay, actually, uh, is where she goes yeah. to therapy. Yeah. 
I actually didn't think that was College and Bay. I thought that was um, Queen and Young, the Bay. It looked like the Bay oh, to oh, me. Oh, it could. It definitely could be. Um, to me, it looked like where that Starbucks is on across from Winners. She goes to therapy at that place, and the parents become more present and golly comes <clears throat> honestly i found this therapist creepy i didn't like his office literally what does he do i didn't like all the to- big toys he had i didn't like him playing with toys with her oh, i hate i hate also, all of it again this goes back to she's in she's a she's 12 getting her year period old. soon guys and we're playing with toys like she's a six-year-old oh my god she's literally playing with one of those fucking not abacuses but Oh my god. She's basically playing with blocks. She's playing with blocks, guys. In a therapist's <laughs> office. What's what she's twelve years she's old. She's twelve. What is happening here? Uh and I guess she gets fixed. Um, like a dog. No, she gets fixed mentally <laughs> because the therapist says you can have your you should have your notebook back. Fixed. Let's put her down. <laughs> If I'm a vet, I'm putting her down. This pooch ain't got to be fixed. Just got to be put out of its misery. Um, <laughs> I kind of think Miss Golly actually fucked Harriet up by stunting her development. Okay. Oh, I'm so glad you kept going after fucked. <laughs> it is a Nickelodeon I f- joint. I it her. is a Nickelodeon <laughs> joint. Um, um, yeah... Why does she come back in a bowler hat? She just shows up one day and she's wearing a bowler hat. I don't hat. know what journey she's been on, but it did lead her to finding a bowler <laughs> oh hat. My God. And I am not here for it. I'm not here for her wardrobe at all. Um, I guess she she opens up to her and Miss Miss Golly is like... The, okay, the lesson she teaches her. Oh, yeah. Sometimes you have to lie to make things better. Oh, my fucking God. And I forgot that that's the lesson. is... The overarching lesson of the movie. If your friend's a loser, don't fucking write it in your notebook that they're a loser. <laughs> Lie to them. Tell them they're not a loser. That's literally the lesson. And then she goes, oh, okay. But you told me to write the truth. And she's like, mm, that doesn't really work till until you're in your 20s and you can kind of find a bit, bit more creative <laughs> way to do it. Uh, and sort of start a blog on your own where it's kind of vague of who you're talking about. <laughs> so I don't know. Basically, I guess this kind of encourages her to apologize, even though she like is not remorseful, doesn't think she's wrong about any of those things, doesn't say like, yeah, sport is poor, but. It doesn't mean I should judge it. Literally no, none of she that. She basically took the equivalent of an Alford plea. <laughs> she seriously <laughs> does. She barely uh, For those sorry. of you who are unaware of uh, what an Alford plea is, uh, it's when you... Don't plea. You accept a guilty charge. But you don't plea But guilty. you refuse to admit that you actually did the crimes. Yeah. Uh, and yes. that's what she did 1,000%. Here. And it's Alford for all of you yeah which is disgusting and it sounds like alfred the, i always thought it was alfred but it's actually al ford doesn't that make you flea. mad flea <laughs> flea market flea the alfred flea, flea market. from red hot red hot chili peppers <laughs> um, thinking that they okay we go she goes to apologize to her friends it doesn't really work firstly because she okay. barely apologizes she goes to sport she and this is the worst part of the movie Everything's kind of looking up for sport because guess what? His dad sold a writing piece, a book, and guess how much he got for it? 10,000 
dollars, smackaroos. The way these two are behaving is pfft, as if they've won Lotto Max. Lotto Max. <laughs> they've won cash for life. You can tell this dad is going to blow this 10K in under a week easily. The way he, again, absolutely let's go to the fanciest restaurant we're rich kid we're fine we're gonna make this is 10k my man he goes okay you know what the dad says he goes and and i took particular offense to this he said i feel like taking you to a fancy restaurant and and treating the waiter like shit (sighs) oh he said abusing the waiter and I took particular Okay, I mean, here's the thing. <laughs> that man is going to be in an alley in two weeks uh, on the street with his son. Because, firstly, there's no way this man knows how to manage 10K. But secondly, in his mind, 10K is equivalent to like $6 billion. It's insane. He's like, let's sell the house. Let's, we're going, we're buying a mansion. Like, it's just so <laughs> fucking sad. <laughs> Um, I really wish they didn't even give us that amount because I was really stuck there. I wish they just said he sold his book. He's making money. Uh, don't tell me it's 10K because I'll spend 10K on Amazon right now. <laughs> easy, easy. <laughs> um, why the literal fuck are these kids being nice to Harriet now for absolutely no reason? She did barely apologize. She said sorry when the door was closed. Uh, she was whispering. No one could even hear her. No, she looked down and goes, that's literally her and then complains no one will forgive me I it's like they kid. literally couldn't even hear you, you apologize you can't just say i'm sorry to the girl oh, it's such a like little kid move to apologize to them <sighs> sorry what'd you yeah. say i said I'm sorry. i said sorry that is and but actually that's good enough for this movie because randomly eartha kit is again in the movie for two seconds reading a book or doing something there is no godly explanation on this god's green earth of why this of why eartha kit a beautiful successful woman (laughs) took this role to be in this movie for two seconds have the weirdest in a pink wig in a in a disturbing rugratsian wig It is the triangle, the triangle wig. It's (laughs) so bizarre. It'll make you go, wait, oh yeah, that did happen. Why the hell? What was that thing again? Yeah, it's delirious. I'm so confused. I do write, she makes fun of this dad so much and she thinks she's going to make money as a writer. Okay. And then I go, but guess she's got a trust fund. And then I go, at this point, I go, guess she's, so she not even a spy, eh? Uh, and also finally we close out on a play. These plays, these little plays where everyone dresses up in these elaborate costumes, but there's no actual play. They're just kind of walking around like a pageant, I guess. I feel like... Is um, that a real thing? American American movies portraying kids in plays, it's always them in, in costumes Vegetables of food. or, yeah, they're yes. always a Thanksgiving That vegetable. seems to be very big. What is Americans, that? reach Please out. Let us that know. seems to be a huge part of your culture is doing plays of you in some sort of vegetable or fruit costume. Yeah, and you're walking around and there's no lines and you're just dressed up. 
and there's no Frankly, story. I'm surprised there isn't a line in your national anthem about it because it, it really seems to be a lot of people a do it. Major part of your fabric. We're seeing people we've never seen before in the closing montage. Okay, this is going way too long. We wrapped this movie up a long time ago. Why the fuck is Eartha Kitt at the play? What the fuck's happening? <laughs> She's at the play? Yes. Oh my god, I didn't even see that. Okay, that makes me okay. Why? That actually makes Why? me laugh. Why is she she at the play? Why is she at the play? And then we end on the on the school attack of a stink bomb in the vent. (laughs) Uh, I'm sure back in the day this was lighthearted. Now we are not getting fun light vibes. We are sort of getting (laughs) sinister uh, natural born killer in um, the making. Airborne (laughs) attack, chemical attack. We are getting a chemical warfare bio attack. <laughs> uh, again, it's also a child mixing these chemicals. I'm going, what's even in that? Um, that is not something that aged it's well. Not. And actually nothing in this movie aged well, including Harriet, who God knows how old um, she is and how old they wanted us to think she was. And on that somber note, that's Harriet the Spy. Uh <laughs> That's Harriet the Spy. She's not a spy, and well, her name's Harriet, but she's not a spy. And the movie is really not about being a spy. It's just a bunch of sad events sort of loosely strung together <laughs> with 90s sort of cuts and montages, jazz music, and, and, and artsy junkyards. Artsy junkyards. And stomp, lots of stomp things, stomp-like things. A lot of bottles hanging from trees, so that's going to do it for us. Oh, this is already going on 13. God. We've only got a minute left on this Zoom. I'm going to do it. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter. Don't follow us on Twitter. It's all sex bots now. Honestly, that thing's been overtaken. Follow <laughs> us on Instagram. Follow us on everything. Great review us. Join the Patreon. New minisodes going to be dropping soon. We're going to be doing another one in the month of November. We love you so much. We don't have a sign-off for this, but if we did, I think this week it would be Thank God I don't have to watch that movie again. Yeah. Just this somber, somber, serious. Thank God I don't got to watch that movie again. This this movie got me be wishing I'm watching Cranks. (laughs) (laughs) We'll see you next week. Goodbye.